Welcome to another edition of the Roy Lang 3 Show. We're here at Bird High School on their brand new practice facility, almost in the net. I guess we are now. Later in the show, we'll talk to Kyra Montez, a bird striker, as the girls are going to play for a state championship on Saturday in New Orleans. But up first, Shreveport's two-time Olympian, Kendrick Ferris. That'll be followed by Texas Rangers manager Jeff Bannister. He is the reigning AL Manager of the Year, and we also go riding with Bubba in a $100,000 Corvette. We'll see what kind of trouble we can get into, but up first, Kendrick Ferris right here on the Roy Lang 3 Show brought to you by Chevy Land. Well, here we are in the LSUS Weightlifting Center, the home and uh, of much of the best talent in weightlifting from around the world. Yeah, we and obviously the face of this place is right here. Kendrick Ferris, thanks for joining appreciate us on the Roy Lang 3 Show. Uh, Two-time Olympian, mm -hmm. kid from Stoner Hill, went oh, yeah. to Beijing, London, and everywhere in between. Come in between. On, yeah, all over, man. How, how's it feel? I mean, Olympian, it just, it can't ever get old to hear that. Uh, it can. Yeah, <laughs> but really? no, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a good feeling though, man. You know, it just, um, it comes with a, with a lot of hard work, um, and I think um, having that title, mm -hmm. I guess it's a it's a cool feeling, you know. Especially from a kid from Stoner Hill, huh? Oh, I mean, yeah. You come back to Shreveport, you know, there's not a lot of Shreveporters do big things like that. That's got to be cool to come back and spread the message. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good to um, talk about the Olympics. Like we know we have them every two years, but the Summer Olympics every right. four years, mm -hmm. and sometimes it can kind of get lost in the shuffle. Right. So um, I think when people hear Olympian, they automatically think, man, well, this person has to be putting in a lot of work. Right. They got to be doing something right. So it is it is good to be able to share that uh, that knowledge and uh, the whole uh, message about Olympism and what that's about. Uh, speaking of the Olympics, 2016 Rio mm -hmm. de Janeiro, a second place finish at Nationals, 16th at Worlds. Mm -hmm. I know you got a competition in Philly. Is, you know, the, the crazy way the U.S. weightlifting slots are awarded. Oh, yeah. Is that still up for grabs? Is Rio a possibility? Yeah, it's, it's most definitely a possibility. Uh, we had our World Championships in uh, Houston a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. um, I finished 16th, um, but that was before drug testing. So right now we got... You're moving up the ladder. I'm moving on up in the world. So we got... Uh, I had five people that tested positive in my class. Well, you're almost top ten. So I'm yeah. almost top ten. Yeah. Uh, but so we we have a we have an appeal process that's going on right now. Those athletes are actually you know fighting against the right, right now I guess allegations or the suspension or whatever. So right. Rio is still a possibility. In addition to obviously your training, you got the blessed gym program, mm -hmm. king of the platform program. Mm -hmm. You go around the world. Uh, spreading your word. How do you find time for competing at the highest level in the sport and and spreading the message? Well, the, the number one thing is is making sure that we're training. You know, mm -hmm. making sure everything is on point with that. And then, you know, uh, like I said, the Blessed Gym Tour and uh, my company, all of those things. When I say they come, I won't say they come second, but I mean mm -hmm. the training is number one. So if that stuff is going well, everything else will follow suit. Right. Um, family. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. obviously in there too. Growing oh, yeah. family for yourself. Uh, big supporters of you and you know you we, we joked about it off camera but you're one of the best uh, I know you don't feel it but you're no, one of the best social media athletes out there you, you get the pro stuff out there you get your family mm -hmm. stuff out there how much fun is it for them, especially, you know, Khalil? He's, he's old oh, enough yeah. to know what his dad yeah, does he's now. he's a man. Khalil, Khalil, he gets a kick out of it, man. The only thing he doesn't like if I'm posting a picture of him while he's asleep, but he's always sleeping. <laughs> he's always sleeping, so, you know, he can have his own hashtag. But I think everybody enjoys it, man. Like I said, uh, it's, I think it's a pretty cool feeling for people to see what I'm doing um, inside the gym and outside as well. Mm -hmm. so. How long do you plan on competing at the highest level? 
at the highest level? Mm -hmm. Oh man, I don't know. I feel like I can I can keep going. So I guess I got to listen to my body and right. just know when it's time. But I feel good right now. Still feel like I can keep it going. So what, what's the general career length for an Olympian um, weightlifter? I think normally so it's around thirty. You right. know what I'm saying? I think thirty. Um, You're not there people, yet. I might be thirty this summer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But yet. people don't hear they don't hear that three-time Olympian too much in, in, uh, right. in this sport. So well, weightlifting man is one of those. It's a lot of um, impact, a lot of wear and tear on the body. Mm -hmm. But I've been able to, you know, preserve my body, and I'm thankful for that, and hopefully I can just keep it pushing. That's the plan. <laughs> You're a man of the people, man. That's what mm -hmm. we, we love about you around here. I mean, you come up to you. You know, I was driving. Isn't that crazy? I was driving yeah. down a random street yeah. a couple That's months ago, <laughs> and I see you, and you just, you always get out and give a hug, oh, say yeah. hello to, uh, to everybody. Yeah, man. What's a what's a story of a special relationship that you, maybe you developed with an athlete through the Olympics? Maybe at the village, maybe at the ceremonies. You know, one Let's that see. that's really stood out. Let's see, one that stood out. For stories, okay. And then one one guy that's popping up in my mind now, uh, uh, Deontay Wilder, mm -hmm. uh, boxer. Um, when I made the team in uh, 2008, he was there, mm -hmm. and. Uh, they have this meeting amongst the athletes about who's going to be the flag bearer. Right. And normally you send in um, an athlete representative from eSport, mm -hmm. and they'll come in and nominate the person, and right. the person's not there. Right. But he came for boxing, he came to nominate himself. So, you know, everybody kind of looking like, this guy right here. Right. But, dude, when he told his story, you know what I'm saying, talked about his daughter, different um, condition and stuff that she had and the training and taking care of her, he just was well, just a solid, real guy. We just got to have a lot of conversations, and now it's just cool to see him just excelling and doing what he's doing. So things like that are cool when you can kind of see people around and stay in contact. Stuff like that is nice, man. I think that's what it's all about. Did he carry the flag in Beijing? He did carry the flag. Wow. I'm this man, the story that he told, when I tell you it was so heart moving, he was like, yeah, mm -hmm. this guy, he, need, he needs to be the guy doing it. So. Hey, he, he got my vote and obviously everybody else's vote too. You're still in the thick of it, but the two-time Olympian from mm -hmm. Stoner Hill, as we mentioned, do you are you at a point where you do often sit back and reflect on, on the road to your success? Um, or you or you wait? Not until like I want to, to. Yeah. Not like I want to. Like I mean, I, I think about it, um, and it's it's kind of like a blur right now. So mm -hmm. I haven't had the time just to really reflect like I want to. Like I say this a lot, but my whole life feels like one workout. You right. got to think. Right. This is the gym that I started in. Right. Same coach, same gym, same city, all of these things, man. Mm -hmm. So it's like I haven't had that time to reflect, but I know for sure it is a beautiful thing. All right. Enough of the elite athletes. Oh, yeah. You know, there's people like me, Come on. Doug, Come sitting on. at home. You know that that one. You know I did it last year, mm -hmm. and I was like I'd had enough after 2014, mm -hmm. and I knew 2015 was going to be a good year. Get back into shape, eating right. Oh yeah. You know exercise and stuff. But there's people out there that that think that it's just too big of a mountain to tackle. Mm -hmm. You know whether it's getting into running or weightlifting or eating right. Mm -hmm. You're on the couch, you're watching this video right now, and, and there's someone, a lot of people out there that need to lose some weight and, and get healthy to live longer. Oh yeah, for sure. What is the best plan of attack to just to start so you don't overwhelm yourself? The number one thing you gotta do is you gotta make it up in your mind. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you have to say, well, this, this, is, this is what I wanna do. And I know a lot of times people, they, they say that, mm -hmm. but you have to believe it in your mind. Now we gotta take baby steps. Let's put a plan of let's put a plan in in, in motion. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna start off doing this a couple of days a week. Mm -hmm. And then I build from there. Because if I say, man, I'm gonna do it every day a week, I get really excited, I get fired up, right. I do it for a week and then it's like 
I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Right. Because, man, you have to understand this thing is a marathon. Mm -hmm. Like We're not just trying to sprint through it. So I think the best course of action, man, make it up in your mind. Now I'm going to put a plan together, start off a few days a week. Mm -hmm. That's what your diet, that's what exercising. Right. Find whatever program you feel works best for you. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, man, just ease into it. You start doing these things, make something, we're going to uh, develop good habits, right? right? And that's going to get people on track. Percentage that people should devote to diet and exercise. What, what, what's the diet you know, is number one. Diet, number yeah. One. I don't mean to cut you off. Diet right. is diet is number one because you can you can let's say if you're trying to your goal is to lose weight. Mm -hmm. If you're switching up what you're eating, you're gonna lose weight off top. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you want your body to, uh, I guess you can say, look a certain way, or you want to have a uh, feel a certain level of strength. I want Kendrick Fair's abs. What do you I don't mean? want my abs. I got, I got this belly now, dude. But <laughs> now that you're 94, yeah. Now that yeah. you're 94, can you? Yeah. I mean, if if you want to have like the abs and all those things, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, you can you can add your little workout in and start doing some different things. But right. eating is number one, man. Mm -hmm. Eating is number one. That's going to determine how you feel. Mm -hmm. That's going to determine like. Uh, that goes how you feel, like whether you, um, you're uh, sick, whether your body's healing up, your mind, all these different things, man. We want to we wanna be 100% clear, right. you know what I'm saying? And then after that, come on, man, I don't feel foggy, I don't feel tired, I feel like I need to do something because right. I'm eating better. Right. So I, can, I can go and exercise and I still got energy afterwards, you know? So Wrapping it up here with yeah. uh, two-time uh, Olympian Kendrick Ferris from Shreveport. All the places you've competed and visited, favorite place in the world? that I've been, mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking about London, only mm -hmm. because I guess, because I had uh, my family with me, mm -hmm. I had so many friends with me, it was it was interesting. I had a friend over there that he was uh, studying law mm -hmm. um, and just learning about that. Like, I guess him teaching me some of the stuff wow. was him learning. It was right. it was pretty cool, like just the difference between the law in the, in the U.S. versus um, London mm -hmm. and, and how close they are to like Paris, Barcelona and places right. like that. So it's, it's easy trips that you mm -hmm. can make. So right. I think, man, London was pretty cool, very diverse. Mm -hmm. um, I, and I, I did enjoy it because the people, they spoke English. So I was right. able to, you know what I'm saying, right. ask a lot of questions about the culture. But mm -hmm. I had a great time in China, too. So those right. are the first, I mean, those are the two that's popping out of my mind. London and, and China, just incredible, man, being able to enjoy those cultures and learn about them. You ever been to Brazil? I have been to Brazil, but we, man, we were on lockdown. This was, this was 2007. Right. Man, it was, now listen, you was know. Was this World Championships or Pan Am, what was this? This is the Pan Am Games. Yep. This is mm -hmm. my first one. So it was different, man. We had military escort everywhere we went. Like, we couldn't do anything. Right. But now, in that particular area, Rio, Rio de Janeiro, it's, it's better. Like, I know they've, they've done a lot of different things where they, you know, cleaned, uh, cleaned up the city. Mm -hmm. And uh, so hopefully, if I go this summer, mm -hmm. it'll be different. I can go yeah. around, you know what I'm saying, enjoy some of the culture and just, man, just live, man. If you get that call, the Zika virus isn't going to scare you away? You nah, headed to Rio? I don't believe in none of that <laughs> stuff, man. Come on, man, Roy. You follow my Twitter, man. I, these people know. I don't, I'm not, nah, man, I don't believe in none of that, man. I'm going to be over there. My wife, on the other hand, she... She don't want. She don't want to bring the uh, the kids. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. We'll see. Well, I've been to we'll two uh, send off parties at the yeah. airport. I've been to two welcome home parties at three. the airport. We need to make it three, huh? Yeah, let's do it. What you think? I'm in. On, I'm man. in, man. Come on. I'm with it, bro. I think it's going to be good. Two-time Olympian Kendrick yeah. Ferris. Thank you for joining us on the Roy Lang 3 Show. Next time we catch up with you, hopefully it'll be three-time yeah, Olympian three time, Kendrick that'd be, Ferris. That'll be cool. Welcome back to the Roy Lang 3 Show. Special guest on this segment, AL Manager of the Year. At least you got uh, a couple months of reigning AL Manager of the Year left before uh, you got to do it all over again. Jeff Bannister from the Texas Rangers. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. February. Of course, baseball fans, when they think of February, pitchers and catchers. Yes. How, uh, how excited are you? No, extremely excited. Excited to get back to work, uh, get our guys back together, get them on the field. And, 
just see what the the off season has has done for these guys. And I know that they've been motivated. I know they've been working. I know they're mentally prepared. So uh, we're looking forward to getting them out to surprise and get them going. Is the did the way the season ended just spark the fire even more? I mean, was it was it a long off season mentally for you, or, or did it did it go by pretty quick? Well, I don't I don't know. That it was a long season mentally. Uh, I, I know that any time that you end the season that way, uh, it's tough. Uh, but I encourage our guys to use that as motivation. I encourage our guys to, to use that daily. And, and, and I know that some of them have. They've, we've talked about it. Uh, but at some point, we'll, we'll shut the door on, on 2015 and we'll open the door on 2016 and move forward. The, the, the one thing you never want to do is dwell too much on, on what did happen because uh, you might miss what's going to happen in front of you. And so. Uh, it's it's one of those things that, like I said, we'll, we'll put it behind us at some point uh, when it's appropriate. But you know what can't be lost is is how the 2015 season transpired, especially after the you know losing you and the, and the injury. First the, the first game of the year obviously was was a bad thing. The whole first month of April was tough. Talk about what your team had to get through that. Though. Well, you're right. Uh, one of the first days of spring training, the, the, the watching you walk off the mound, knowing that. He was not going to be available to us all year long, and uh, then opening day at home, losing Derek Holland and, and Ryan Rua. Uh, and at one point, you know, we had we had guys that, that uh, didn't that played some significant roles for us. It really we didn't even have spring training, and so. Uh, but that's a testament to, to the core group of uh, guys and their, their values and, and, and their core values and, the, and uh, their character because uh, they weren't going to let anybody tell them what they weren't going to be able to accomplish. And, uh, I was most proud of, of how they continued to battle every day, how they showed up, and, and, and how they just came out to play for each other. Obviously, it looks like you're going to have a heck of a rotation starting out on opening day, but it's going to get stronger as the mm-hmm. season goes by. What's the? Everybody wants to know what's the timetable right now in Darvish. Well, we're we're looking late May, early June. Uh, really, it's when you think about it, if you look at it, it's, it's 14 months from from time of surgery, uh, and then you know during that time frame, it's there's a buildup of arm strength, there's a buildup of, of pitches, and just getting the body back in shape to be able to compete at, at this level, and so. The one thing that, you, that we'll always do, we'll be uh, conservative with the mindset of uh, we're, we're always going to think long term. Similar to what we did with Martin Perez, he went through the same type of process that, that uh, look, it's a, it's a long term uh, venture for me. These guys' career is, is more important. So uh, we'll let his body, his arm tell us kind of the direction we need to go. He's had no setbacks, so uh, I look forward to the day that we, we get him back out on the mound and in Arlington pitch, of course. One of the great things about Major League Baseball is the way that teams are constructed. There's so many different approaches, and, and depending on how the farm system works out, then you have to adjust. The Rangers seem to have a pretty good mix. I mean, you know, you, there's teams like Chicago out there that have waited and waited and waited, built it through the farm system, and now you have a bunch of young guys. Um, the Rangers, you know, Odor is a guy that, that a lot of people are really going to expect. He's already had big things, but really, you know, so young and, and going to take that next step. Talk about the mix of veterans and a young guy like Odor. Yeah, and, and to your point, that's a testament to to our front office and our scouting staff, and not only that, our development staff, because we're always looking to get better. We're always looking to, to make this ball club better, uh, whether it be through a free agent signing, uh, via trade, or, or through the development system. And, and so uh, all of those components of, of how you structure and build a, a, a baseball team, it's, it's always 
thinking, okay, in the Armageddon situation, like you, Darvish, of always having a, a backup plan, right. but also looking to backfill as much as you can through the development system, but also that if, if there's, a, there's a player out there that we feel like that is going to best suit our ball club, make our ball club better, then we do have players that we can trade for another another player, hence the, the, the Cole Hamels trade. Sure. So uh, there's so many components that go into that. But, uh, I think that uh, John Dan and Thad Levine, and, uh, they do a great job of, of really paying attention to that and understanding that, that you're not going to build a, a ball club just in, in one facet. And so, uh, but it, it, the second part of that with Odor, the expectation of Odor is to show up and, and be the player that he was when he came back up. Uh, be that pesky player, be the, the guy that everybody in that other dugout doesn't like to face. Right. Uh, he, he disrupts uh, the defense. Uh, he can beat you with a, a long ball, but he can beat you with a single the other way as well. Runs the bases well, but plays clean defense. Uh, he was a catalyst for us last year when he came back up. And, and I expect that's what he's going to be this year also. Talking regionally, uh, baseball, obviously the addition of the Astros, not only to the American League, but in the same division as the Rangers. And then a couple of years later, it pays off with, with a big pennant race between you guys. You know, I think up here in North Louisiana, it's pretty obvious Texas Rangers are number one. You go to South Louisiana, you got some yeah. Houston guys. But it had to be special for the state of Texas and the outlying areas that, that this is a, a blossoming rivalry, is it not? Oh, I believe so. And, and one that uh, A.J. Hinch and I have, have really enjoyed. We enjoyed that, that, that part of it last year. And uh, we shared some moments uh, privately that, that via text and phone calls that, that really, I mean, we were we were really wanting that that rivalry to, 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 to take hold, take shape, because we knew that it would be good for, for baseball in the state of Texas, but also that at the end of the year, if, it, if both teams were in it playing against each other, that, that all eyes would, in the baseball world would be on Texas. And there's nothing better than a, than a good rivalry. Uh, and so, you know, coming from that National League Central in, in Pittsburgh, you see those rivalries every day. They're fun, they're fun for the players and fun for the fans. Well, welcome to another edition of Riding with Bubba. Today, Bubba, I guess we got one of your lower end vehicles, huh? <laughs> yeah, you can say that. It's, uh, you know, for the new driver in the household, this is the perfect car. <laughs> if, if my dad could see me now, Bubba, I think I've told you this story a million times. My dad bought a 1960 vet in 1960, and that was his baby for 30-something years. I was supposed to get it. Somehow that was my, you know, what, what I was going to get out of the whole deal. And I don't know. Somehow it didn't happen. Somehow oh, that yeah. turned into a brand new sports car 40 years later. That's right. And, and the, the vet went bye-bye. But uh, Yeah, 2016 Z06 convertible. Absolutely the, the baddest machine that you can find at Chevy Land today. This is a beast. And the only reason why, and as a matter of fact, if you look at the... Uh, the odometer, uh -huh. um, you'll see that you're putting the first miles wow. on this car that have ever been put on this car. Well, that's, uh, yeah, like I said, if my dad could see me now, I mean, this is, you know, when you just mentioned the name Corvette, just one of the most legendary names in the auto industry, period. Oh, yeah. I mean, for, for a long time. And this seventh generation Corvette has, uh, has really won me over. I, when I got a chance to go out to Spring Mountain Motorsports Ranch really on four different occasions and work with Corvette engineers and 
uh, go to school on how to uh, how to drive this car, how to how this car performs, and how it works. So tell me the experience about you know really getting to drive this car. Well, we actually we were able to to have these cars taken apart and uh, you know hold the frame of the car in our hands, hold the the you know carbon fiber hood and see how it compares to the old hood that was made out of composite material. Uh, so it's the strongest, lightest, most well-engineered, highest performance Corvette ever built. And uh, it just is, it's incredible that you can get a car, even in the convertible Z06, everything you can put on one for less than $100,000. You'll have to spend two or $300,000 to get performance that approaches this car. Your favorite part of of dissecting this car and then driving it on the track in Vegas. Yeah, the, uh, so you know, you know, when they showed us what every air airport was built for and what it cooled off, they showed us how the, just right down to the position of the radiator, it used to lean back, it leans forward now, and what that does. Uh, yeah, so you, you become more knowledgeable about the vehicle. The test, the uh, Ron Fellows Driving Academy drivers will take you out on the track, and they'll show you, they'll take you to the classroom first, then take you out on the track, talk about the apex, talk about where your line should be, uh, talk about efficiency, getting into the turn so that you can get out of the turn with the maximum speed. Right. And so we learned a lot there, and then you get to go on the track, get in the Z06, and run laps. And there would be a, a driver instructor in the car ahead of us, and we all had radios. So we're in groups of like five or six right. in line. And so we, I would lead for two laps, and then they would let another car come around and lead for two laps. And throughout that time, you would, they would start siphoning off the more aggressive drivers from the less aggressive drivers. So the next time you went out, you got to be in a pack of drivers that was more like yours. Where did you fall? I was a lead car in pack one. Thank you very much. <laughs> and what to do that, you just, you can't wreck this car. Right. That's, it's built to prevent dumb people like me from getting out of control in the car. They put us on a wet figure eight, and I couldn't make it spin out in, in that driving mode. Right. It's just the most incredible car I ever built. But nothing's like going 140 down a straightaway, right. and then getting on the brake as hard as you can, and making a, a hairpin turn to go in the other direction, and coming out of that turn. Nothing like it in the world. I would recommend it to anybody. So this is obviously one of the specialty products at Chevy Lane. How often do you get people that are genuinely interested in this machine? So, well, uh, Corvette volume, you know, about five or six Corvettes a month get right. sold. Right. And then we stock, you know, we stock anywhere from five to ten new Corvettes. But a lot of our customers like to go and come in and, and order their Corvette specifically the way they want it built. Uh, right down to the interior, to the stitching, to the color, the brake rotors, to the uh, car cover, and all the different details. There's so many wheel and color combinations now. And uh, so that's what's really fun is when somebody reaches that point where they're gonna reward themselves with their first or their next Corvette. And we get to watch, the, we get to experience the excitement of them sitting down and ordering the car. And then the car comes in, we get to experience the excitement of them taking that car.
away from manual transmissions. It's it's really a generational thing. Right. And so we know that real race car drivers right. are going to drive a car with a manual transmission. The right. track is going to have a manual transmission. Um, a lot of people today, I mean, you can get crazy performance. They built an eight-speed automatic for this car. Right. Funny. 
Highway Patrolman, and he's not after us, so that's no, good. Not. So that is good. So yeah, Space Mountain. The it's funny you mentioned the old stuff. I mean, I haven't been in I don't know, I guess ten years maybe. So I don't know what's new, but Space Mountain would be number one for me. That that's just you know. It'd be interesting to go back now and see how Space Mountain is. You're, yeah. When you're young, you always thought that was the greatest thing ever. But the Pirates of the Caribbean, getting in that little boat, and I still remember the, the little skeleton wishing you a good well. That's uh, right. Good wishes when you're going down the first little uh, descent and, and just the songs they're singing. Yeah. Uh, it's, the, old, uh, the old Haunted Mansion ride. Yeah. That's yep. cool. That's a good one, too. So, Disney World. I mean, it's not just for kids, that's for sure. That's yeah. the fun thing. And when I first went to Disney, that was before they had well, however many, what do they have? However many different parks they oh, have yeah, now. Yeah, man, it was just Disney. Yeah. It was, was just Magic Kingdom, and then Epcot Center opened up later. Right. We went to Disney, uh, General Motors partnered up with Disney to have uh, customer service training. Right. Because uh, Disney has 86% customer retention. No, nobody in any business anywhere has 86%. 86% of the people that go one time go twice. Right. And so uh, we went out there for four days to school. My classes were in Epcot Center at that uh, test track, the Chevy right. yeah. uh, test track. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, but the Chevy trainer, I mean, the uh, Disney trainers out there said one thing. He said, uh, we are a for-profit organization. Right. And he said the number one rule, uh, parents who have children who are happy spend more money. Right. And so that's that was what they did. So, you know, translate that into the experience in our stores back home. Sure. Uh, we do everything we can to make you happy, to make it. Uh, to, to do something different from some other place and uh, avoid the mistakes that you know we always used to make in the car business over the years right. and uh, keep you coming back for more. And uh, you know obviously not everybody can can viably look at this car but what do you have going on at Chevy Land right now for anybody? It's a great time you know because you have a few 15 models left over right. and so if you want a Silverado you can get $12,000 off the sticker on a Silverado. Uh, you can get a brand new uh, 2016 Spark, our little right. mini car that's really cool. It's got eight airbags. It gets great, uh, great gas mileage. Uh, it's got Bluetooth and everything. That's $13,995 for a brand new 2016 new car. Right. Uh, new Cruise 2016 Cruise bonus tag, $15,995. Huh. New Malibu 2016, $18,995. And uh, new Trax. The Trax is the car that's uh, just below the. Just, it's a crossover SUV, small, uh, great for driving around town, and uh, plenty safe, plenty of technology, but it has great gas mileage. Uh, that car is $18,995 for the last of our 2015 models. So tons of stuff going on right now. All right, welcome back to another edition of Big Game Lang, part of the Roy Lang 3 show. This month we're at CE Bird and pleased to be joined by Bird Lady. Is it the Lady Yellow Jackets or are you just the Yellow Jackets? Lady Yellow Jackets. Yeah, Lady Yellow Jackets. <laughs> Kyra Montes, congratulations. Thanks for joining us this month. Anytime. Um, big times for bird soccer. Uh, a lot of fun. I was mm -hmm. at the, the semifinal game against St. Scholastica here Friday night. Uh, terrific atmosphere. Obviously, you had a great game and it ended up being a great outcome. Uh, very emotional. You, you guys would take the lead, they would score. You'd take the lead, they would score. It looked like you had the PK in hand and then they came back to tie that. Mm -hmm. um, just talk to me about the, the emotions playing in that semifinal. 
Well, um, at first I was like, we can't lose on our home field. Like that was the one thing I was thinking in my head the entire time. Right. And so like I would score and like we would all get happy. And then like I felt like we would just like settle down and then they would just get one on us. And then we would like fight back. Like it was just a constant fight, like a battle, even like, I guess emotionally and physically, because emotionally we we're like, oh my gosh, like this is like scary, <laughs> right? you know? And then like physically we we're getting tired, but then like we were still trying. And like me, I was starting to get like, a little scared myself. I was like, okay, this is about to, if this goes to PKs, I'm about to just, like, right. I don't know what I'm going to do. But we went to PKs, and then I thought to myself, like, Maddie's got this. Like, she's got mm -hmm. it. Our girls got it. Like, we can do this. And then whenever she saved that last one, mm -hmm. it was amazing. And what type of, I mean, it had to be a fun weekend to sort of enjoy that before you got to practice for the final, which will be Saturday night in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. uh, talk, talk to me about the weekend. Did, did you did you enjoy it, let yourself enjoy, even though you got one more game, <laughs> did you let yourself enjoy it? Yeah, actually, um, I think I enjoyed myself too much because, like, like, at first, it was so funny whenever the next day, um, Saturday morning, I woke up and I was like, that happened, like I thought it was a dream. Right. <laughs> and then like, I, every, we were texting each other, like guys, like we're going to state. Right. Like, everyone's just texting each other, like, oh my gosh, we're, we're going to state. And then like, I couldn't do anything, like homework, I just couldn't right. do it. I was just so excited. I was like, right. we're going to state. Right. And <laughs> so. you know, the, the bittersweet part of this time of the year is, is sure you have a state title game coming up, but I mean, your time at Bird is, is coming to an end. What, what has this school meant to you, not just athletically, but, but as a growing young woman? Like, Bird is, Bird is awesome. Like, I love the teachers. Like, I've had so many friends here and like so many memories, you know. Um, I guess I, I don't know, it's it's gonna mean a lot. Like I'm sad I'm leaving it, mm -hmm. but you know, I gotta leave my mark somehow, right. so you know, um, yeah. <laughs> Who, how about, now let's just talk specifically athletically. Who Who's meant the most to you here and who's been a great mentor for you? Um, well, obviously Coach Lisa, she's mm -hmm. like had my back with everything. She's like such an amazing coach because she does so much things for us that most coaches wouldn't do. And like at times we may not realize it, but in the end, like it, it always like shows up. And then like probably Coach Plaza, he like runs us every like a couple of days and he just like always gives us tips about like uh, how to stay in good shape and like mm -hmm. how to like uh, like eat healthy, things like that. So right. he's helped a lot too. And let's talk about the next step. Uh, you know, I was there covering your signing, going to Mississippi College mm -hmm. uh, in the fall. Uh, and it is sort of like going, I, you said it's sort of like going home to me. And I was like, well, where are you from? You're like, Clinton. <laughs> I'm like, well, that really is going home for you. So you got, I, I know you got one more game here and you got some classes left, you, some time to fr uh, spend with friends here at Bird, but mm -hmm. you got to be looking forward to going there. Yeah. Oh, I'm so pumped. Yeah. I really am. Like, I know some of the recruits and those girls are so good. And like, um, I've got my roommate. I'm so pumped. Oh, cool. um, I know what I'm going to do. Like, like I'm going to major in sports management and mm -hmm. then like get my master's in it. Like, I'm just so pumped for it because I know the coaches are excited and then I'm excited and mm -hmm. my roommate's excited. So everything's just, All right. you know. All right, let's 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 go to game day. Let's let's tap into the to the mind of Kyra Montez. What mind. what music are you gonna? What what's your traditional before game <laughs> pregame music? Um, well, some it, it really varies because like I, I go from like different like mood swings I guess. Right. So like I'll go from something like something you can dance to maybe. Um, <clears throat> Like re lately, it's been Chainsmokers, Thanks mm -hmm. to Hope. She introduced me to that. <laughs> right. And then like sometimes I'll go to like rock and roll to like, um, what's that song by Aerosmith? Um, oh man, there's yeah, a million I, of them. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't even think. Uh, right. Dream On. I do. Okay, I love that Dream one. On. I yeah, love that one. Old, old that Aerosmith one go on there. <laughs> right. Who, who's got the worst musical taste on the team? The worst musical taste on the mm -hmm. team. 
Ooh, that's a hard one. That is a really hard one. Um, I gotta look at them real quick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Um, because this is crucial. They're gonna watch this and, and they're gonna be like, really? <laughs> okay, I really. <laughs> I everyone has. We all kind of listen they're to all the good? same music. Okay. So I can't say that one person has. Worst dancer then. You you gotta throw worst somebody dancer. under the bus here. Someone under the bus. Worst yeah. dancer. <laughs> is it you? It might be you. No, it's not me. <laughs> maybe, maybe I, Maddie's kind of funny to Maddie? watch Maddie? to dance. Um, That's pretty Hope funny. Hope is pretty. <laughs> she's so funny. <laughs> she's so like, she tries to like do the the the, the moves like you know the whip and the naming. Right. She just looks. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing is for sure. Saturday, five o'clock after that game, should it say Lady Yellow Jackets have whatever, and it's more than than the opponent. You don't care how they dance, do you? Because oh, no. you'll all be dancing crazy. Yeah, I will definitely be <laughs> dancing crazy. Now, before that, though, we, we have a little competition we're going to have here on every segment. Last time, <laughs> I went up against the basketball player, Amber Smith, over at Loyola. Okay. I played her in a game of horse, except for it was flyers, because she's a lady flyer. Um, it didn't go so well for me. So I'm out for revenge. So I, I'm hoping that you can handle this this loss in PKs OK. Can, me? Yeah. Okay. You, you're going to be able to handle it okay? I think I will. I don't think you need to worry about it personally. <laughs> I don't need to worry about it. Well, since you're, you're, you're nursing a little bit of a quad, we might get Maddie in, in goal, which actually might work to my advantage because she probably knows your tendencies, I would, I would think. Maybe? Never know. Now, she can't let you win, though. She can't? No. Well, she, well she's probably going to have to let you win anyway. But uh, She can try to not let me win. <laughs> she can try. That's right. Are you excited? <laughs> I'm excited about this. This is way more pressure than those that PK you had the other night. Oh, I've been studying sure. tape, by the way, so I know what your go-to, oh. what your go-to move. So but you ready? You're not the goalie, are you? Oh, that's right. We're not doing that this time. <laughs> so that's not, oh man, I. This is not good. <laughs> All right, we're gonna head over and do a little shootout. Thank you for joining us, and uh, it's been fun. All right, thank All you right. for having me. So uh, you're in deep trouble. I'm in deep trouble. Are you ready? Let's go. Ladies first, or well, ladies' choice. Do you want to be first or last? I'll go first. You go first. Yes. Go whenever, tweet, tweet. Huh? Just go whenever? Yeah. Ha-ha. Oh. <sighs> All right. Good try, man. One nothing. That was a good dive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just a bit high. This is a uh, soccer, you know. Yeah, I was trying to make a field goal. Isn't that kind <laughs> All right. See, this is the key. You don't even, you're not hitting it even 50%. You're just hitting it to make it. Yep. That's no fun. Oh, you want, what do you want me to do? I'm just. Oh, good one. All right. 2 1. Mmm. Come on. Uh, do you, what do you want me to do? Three, one. I want you to miss one, so I have I... a chance. Pressure. Oh. Dang. This is getting believe. intense. What's the most important thing about getting PK? Is getting it on goal, right? In the first on one. Frame, That's frame, on a corner. Yeah, but I mean, you can't hit it high. At least make her make a save. She has? Okay. Hey. Maddie, I'm just going to let you know, that's like four in a row in the same exact spot. Yep. But she's leaving it wide open But for see, me. now she's going to think you're, yeah. 
I have to wait. Is it four two? It's, so I have to make this one. I thought it was four. Yeah, it is four two. Yeah. So I have to make this. Four three. This is it. Yep. All right, Maddie, I'm counting on you. At least I'm not getting shut out this time. When I played horse, I got shut out. It's okay. That went in. Five for five. Yes, it did. It went on the side. That didn't go in? Yes, it did. Maddie. Did it go across this line? Okay, it hit right here. Look. Oh, we right got controversy. Here. It hit right here. Hey, referee says no. Right here. Nope. Ref says no it goal. It was a safe. No goal. <laughs> she says no goal. This is the tie. I thought it was over the line, too. You ready? Yeah. Got to make this to tie it. You gotta make it. Yeah! Right, uh, what's hey. up? He's yelling my name, I was distracted. Oh, man. It's that was okay. A, yours was good, by the way. It was. Congratulations, it's clearly you have big game, but I didn't get shut out this time. It wasn't, it wasn't, was that embarrassing? I, I shouldn't be embarrassed, should I? I mean, it's all right. It's all right. Oh, she thinks I should be embarrassed. All right, <laughs> good luck Saturday. All New right, Orleans. Thank Bring you. home a state title. Right. And congratulations. Thanks for joining us again on another Roy Lang 3 show. Coming up next month, it's March Madness. So we'll focus on college basketball. Don't forget, it's ReportTimes.com every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Big Game Lang updates. That's every week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Big Game Lang updates brought to you by Chevy Land.